What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Parlor Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens, and today our special guest is an amazing L.A.-based pianist, composer, and music producer. Won several awards out there in L.A., Miss uh, Jessica Yap. What's up? What's up, Jessica? Hey, what's up, Daryl? Thanks so much for today, for the opportunity and uh, cool stuff that you're doing out there. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it also taking the time out of your busy schedule to, to talk with me here today. Yeah, of course. No problem. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, first of all, I listened to a few of your songs, The Journey. Um, very impressive. Obviously, it, it was a piano piece. Um, yeah. Very impressive. And then you had listened to Six Feet, uh, six, six feet Apart. Right. I've never heard a um, a COVID song sound so beautiful before. I was like, wow, she really, she really <laughs> did on that one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then also, uh, last I listened to your Christmas song you had, and uh, I got to give you props. That that yeah, the, they had like a little one. section in the middle. You were flowing. You were like rapping <laughs> in the middle. I was like, okay. Cozy up. Sup, sup. Get my cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my so first that's... time rapping. Oh, really? Yeah, learning. How'd, but <laughs> How'd you like it? How'd you like it? You I love came it. Came like an old pro. Well, I, I, I'm, I was intimidated before, but um, uh, I work with a rapper and he's coaching me through it and i was like okay. ah that's how it is i wrote the lyrics but um you know like i don't know how to do it naturally right <laughs> right he coached me through like when i was tracking my um song and mm-hmm. i like it it's fun okay yeah because uh the words are there but the flow the flow was there too exactly the was oh, there, so. thank you <laughs> yeah so those are three completely different styles. So you got the one, yeah. uh, like I said, you I could tell that you're a classically trained pianist and yeah. the middle of the uh, other song, Six Feet Apart, was more of a contemporary style song. And then, you know, you had the Christmas song. Um, are these all three different kinds of songs that, that speak to you, like the different genres that speak to you? Uh, do you see yourself as multi-genre artists? Um, you know, what what do you think about that? Yeah, I like to just explore on different kind of styles. Uh, definitely grow up uh, as a classical pianist. And okay. uh, I also serve at a church uh, when, since since I was younger. And I think when I'm 12 or 13, that's when mm-hmm. I would write my first song because my youth pastor wanted to write a theme song for the retreat <laughs> for okay. the school. Um, so that's when I first started writing song. And mm. that's where I started to explore different type of uh, music. Uh, and of course, playing the church help because um, classic coming from classical pianist, uh, you don't necessarily know how to transpose things or like arrange stuff. You play everything by the book, right? Um, right. But that's like a really good basic technique for me. Um, I started when I was six, like everybody else in my family. Mm. <laughs> four, four or six, four, I think around that. I can't remember it precisely, but I'm okay. the youngest of five. So um, my mom put everybody through the piano lessons. <laughs> it's actually oh, wow. a must, it's a must in the family. So um, oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't start it to like the classical piano piano because I didn't understand it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I hear all the time at house, <laughs> you know, like everybody's playing it. Uh, but eventually, I loved it. Uh, once I understand and I know the story of the the piece and how to approach it. And when I understand it deeply, um, how to approach this technique, that phrasing, of course, there's still a learning curve, even until now, it's just right. uh, art, it's a lot of craft. So that's how it started. And then I, uh, I write songs 
um 12 years old or 13 years old mm. uh, for the christian songs uh, we okay. made a whole album for it um then i went to school for contemporary music in icom malaysia mm-hmm. and then that is a berkeley transfer program so and then after that uh two years later i transferred to uh, berkeley okay. um i came <coughs> in 2010 mm-hmm. Um, and then decided to take a film scoring major. Before that, I didn't even know what is film scoring, what it is for, and I didn't know somebody, there is a job for someone to compose music for film or visual media. So I just explore again, like explore and explore and explore, but all my backgrounds help. Um, It's funny because at first I wanted to be, when I was in Malaysia, I was like, oh, I want to be a jazz pianist because I've never done this and my background is classical. So it's probably easy for me to, uh, I mean, not easy, sorry. It's probably a good transition for me to explore uh, since Mm. I've never getting exposed with that. Because when I was younger, my mom didn't really allow me to play in a band. (laughs) So um, she just wanted to stay on like, uh, like, like religious music. Yeah, because at the church, okay. uh, I was able to explore with a band and right. playing, playing, playing songs. And um, okay, but I also grew up uh, going to the church since I was younger. Okay. okay. Uh, so yeah, as far as genre, I just love to explore, and mm. I, I would like to learn more styles, and okay. uh, you know, it's just my hobby. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds good. I mean, you're off to a great start. Was your mom a musician also? She got you, you know, she got all you in uh, piano lessons. Is she also a musician? Actually, she's not a musician, but she loves music. And okay. my dad also loves music. Okay. They both love music and both love sports. Um, but they are not. They're businessmen and businesswoman. They work together. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom, when she was younger, she lived in a, another town, not where I I was born. Uh, mm. She lived in another town, and um, whenever there is a break, she will uh, she will go to the other town, which mm. is the capital of the North Sumatra, where I'm from, Indonesia, and uh, she'll hear the neighbor playing piano. Okay. And then she will ask my grandfather, oh, "What is that?" It's piano, mm. like, can I have it? But then it's very hard to transport the piano from that small town. Uh, you know, like, it, it's just very hard to get that piano to that small town. So my right. mother didn't end up learning it. She she ended up learning accordion a little bit. Uh, okay. She's a very beautiful, okay. Yeah. She has a very, very beautiful voice. Uh, so mm. um, growing up, my dad and my mom would like to, like, invite their friends over to, like, do a karaoke. But of course, like that's her dream to be able to play piano. But it's also right. um, people in in my hometown. They they appreciate music and they would like to have their kids to play piano. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, this uh, is like piano is one of those things that uh, you can you can start piano. You learn like theory, but you can kind of jump to any other instrument from there. You know. Exactly, I agree with that. I've been telling my students now too about that. Um, but back then like i think violin and other instruments is not as common what is common is probably Mm. piano and guitar that's two common things like um it's very rare for a teacher to teach violin back in my hometown you know (laughs) right right that's how it started (laughs) okay no that's good that's good your mom made sure she got you all in uh in the piano lesson so she can at least hear you all play piano so that's a good thing that's a good thing so yes that transition so um film scoring 
and, and you know, uh, media scoring. How do you compare that to actually creating a song uh, with the song structure? Because they're both, uh, you know, very intricate on, in their own right. But um, is it hard to go from one to the other? Or do you have one that you prefer over the other? Because um, I started with like writing song, right? Like, uh, and then I transitioned back to, uh, I transitioned to the film scoring. And okay. then when I'm out in LA, I was like, oh, why do I have to box myself becoming uh, just writing for this a film score uh, mm-hmm. for visual media, I kind of missed the time when I used to be back home writing song when I was like this 12 years old, three years old me. I was literally writing song in my room, My uh, the piano is in my room. So it's like 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. I write songs like uh, it's far from the neighbor and my, my parents right. can't even hear it. <laughs> so <laughs> I missed that moment. I was like, ah, oh, wow, that's like a nice bonding with myself you know like that's a nice bonding moment with myself and you could tell a story from what you experience or people experience so uh the difference between film scoring is you would want to support the visual media first that visual media is the main project it's the director's baby that you want to support through your music you want to be able to tell the story and uh, support and enhance the story even more um, through the music. It can be just a whole line of a string, a whole mm. of a patch, right? Like, right. Uh, it can be as simple as that, but it's still uh, helping the storyline. Um, or it, it can be as grande as it is. It can be um, uh, electronic music pulsing. So uh, I think it, it really helps to be able to understand different kind of genre of music because you never know when you can use that tools for That's film right. scoring. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so for songwriting, it's more of like you write lyrics now because in film scoring, you could write lyrics or you could not write r- lyrics. You know, like if you can get people to write lyrics with you and collaborating with you. Um, mm. But from for uh, songwriting, this is a mo- moment that I feel like, you know, I want to uh, challenge myself um, on how to write lyrics because I- English is not my first language. Okay. Um, uh, Indonesian is native, mm-hmm. but I'm a Chinese-born Indonesian, second generation. Mm-hmm. So um, Indonesian is my native tongue, right? So right. it's something that I'm learning. Of course, to these days too, like when I write lyrics, you know, like I'll like talk with my coach and like, is it is it right? <laughs> you know, like so. So I guess uh, what's fun about the whole thing is just about learning and exploring. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, not putting yourself, not pigeonholing yourself and putting yourself into a box unnecessarily, you know? Right. Right. Because I I just feel like, well, if I get this chance to be in this world, (laughs) you know, it's very cliche. Like if I get a chance, so might as well just explore and just learn. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So on the film side, the film scoring side, who are your influences? Who are some of the film scores that, that really touch you? Oh, so many. So when I first um, was intrigued with the film scoring music because I was watching Born. Yeah. Like all the Born. Uh, yeah, great trilogy. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, whoa, what is that? This guy was like running. He's being chased under like this, this uh, tabla, like a drum, like with the rhythm. I was, whoa, this is so cool. And then, you know, like finally I know that, oh, there is a f- some, somebody that's working behind this. So that's John Powell. Um, that was my first like um for me to, oh, wow, 
I love this kind of stuff. You know, because right. <laughs> I grew up classical, right? Like I grew up right. classical. So I, I I hear all of classical music and um, and listening to this thing, it's like, oh, you can do this too if you go to this uh field. So mm. uh, that's him. And then of course, um, Hans Zimmer. Everybody knows him too. Right. Um, right. and uh, Henry Jackman, um and uh john williams who don't know him mm. <laughs> yeah. um and a i legend. like yeah uh transfers nor i felt like a super cool from nine nine inch nails mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, oh yeah yeah his music is super cool and mm. uh, i like a uh, minimalist type of music too like um um philip glass okay yeah 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 and mm, many more um Richard, Pla uh, who's her last name? Mm. I can't remember her last name, but uh, but probably you can cut in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so yeah, plenty. I would say plenty. Right, right. And it's amazing how because I, I listen to some film scores myself, and it's amazing how you can use an orchestra in any way you want to use it. You know, all the, you have all the different elements. Oh, do you do film scoring yourself too? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I try yeah. to dabble in it just for the fun of it, you know, more video game type stuff, but uh, I was never really great at it. So, but I, I'm <laughs> definitely a fan though. That's so cool. Yeah. Video game itself too is coming from like uh minimalist style of a music. That's like a, a part of a loop and then becoming a layer, right? Like, right. um, that's what I like about it too. I don't play a lot of video game myself, but um, I love video game music too. They're really cool. Um, and your background is a uh, audio engineer, right? Audio engineer, yeah, it's a music yeah. production, right? So actually, for me, the first job I had out of undergrad was uh, as a video game, like a sound designer for EA Sports. Oh wow! Yeah, so the, the, the video, those, those are sports-based video games. But yeah, yeah. So it's the same kind of concept. What you're talking about is everything has to revolve around what's on screen so you can't just you Correct. know build from scratch as far as like just putting your vision out there without having any context of what's going on, on the screen you know yeah 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 agree yeah. that's totally what it is yeah but that's awesome that you you know you're doing both you know because like you said one influences the other because you know more contemporary music and more like you know basic uh song style music you can you learn so many things that you can take over to film scoring and vice versa yeah yeah definitely like i think the more tools you have in music and with anything in life it's just help and support your vision and uh your goals right absolutely yeah. so what was that journey like coming from indonesia and then uh, you i know you were schooled over there and then you went from there to boston did you go to uh oh i went to malaysia for two years uh that's the berkeley transfer program in uh okay. international college of music um, okay. that's where my transition is and uh, after that, I came to Boston in mm -hmm. mid uh, August. I remember I arrived in United States, August 2010. 2000, okay. For Berkeley. Uh -huh. And then from there to LA. Yeah. And then, okay, when did you, you go to LA and why did you decide to go to LA? Uh, because of the film scoring world. Because uh, okay. uh, they said, like, if you want to do a film scoring, you might as well come to LA and, like, connect with the people in here because this is the movie industry in here right. and i came to la right after i graduated december 2013 so i came here january 13 2014 
which okay. is eight years ago. Two, yeah. two, two days ago, I celebrated uh, the eight years. Eight year anniversary. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Great. First of all, congratulations. That's a, that's a, that's pretty Thank good. Thank you. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. How's it going out there? How's it going out there in LA so far? It's good. Uh, in terms of the, the, what, the career, the, the career. Yeah. The, like, you know, the film scoring, getting gigs, you know, all, how's everything going on that end? Uh, yeah, it's good. It has its own uh, set of challenge because, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of talented people are out here for a lot of things Right from from the music, from the uh, act, acting, you know. Um, so uh, first two years, uh, when I first started, I I came here to in, to do an internship okay. at, Han, yeah, at Hans Zimmer uh, place. Oh, and wow. then I ended up working a little bit with my um then boss uh henry jackman um uh, i did an internship i i was exposed to um you know like all these great great composers right i get to sit in and watch and uh help around the studio um and then after that i thought uh it's a good time for me to come out um because when i was there i was also doing a freelancing on the site Okay. and doubling other other stuff as well uh just to be able to survive and uh, right. pay my bills <laughs> right right and uh after i also explore with playing gigs mm -hmm. um for friends and some indie bands and um still doing it to these days it's just not as much at this moment um and then i also started teaching piano mm -hmm. uh, which i i did back then uh, right. When I was back in Indonesia, I did teach piano too. And then I had a break um, when I was in Malaysia. We did a wedding gig band. That's about it. But I didn't teach. And then in Boston, I didn't uh, do any kind of gig or teaching at all. Mm. Uh, I just focused on work, uh, school. And then came out here. Of course, I'll be like, okay, you know, like, let's get back to teaching. Uh, of course, it helps uh, with... Um, staying in here and then little did i know that teaching gig grows <laughs> right yeah and then <laughs> now yeah now i'm still to this date i'm teaching a lot and okay. uh the the gig that i have here and there whenever you know like that's a composing gig um that mm. i'll do it here and there it's fun and i don't have to worry about like oh there's no gig tomorrow I'm right you know, because right. when it's getting started is uh, kind of tricky, but I love teaching. It's my passion too. So um, to this day, I am, I'm a, I'm a proud teacher to a lot of, of my students. <laughs> yeah. So um, you've had a long journey. You know, you started in Indonesia to Malaysia, to Boston, to LA, uh, which you are presently now, you know, you've done a lot throughout the entire journey. You got a long way to go still. Uh, what's yeah. something that you know now that you wish you had known when you first started on this music journey? Uh, I think the music business, I guess, is the stuff that is the most uh, tricky for me in any area of like the film scoring, the songwriting, or like the even my my music academy myself. <laughs> you you are a teacher yourself. You 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 build a business on the, the teaching. Um, the younger talents or like people who wants to learn right so right um i think we're in a quite similar path but you are way ahead of me of course like you've got it all figured out <laughs> I would say so, that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think uh, what it is is like the most tricky thing is the music business things and um um that's a long way to learn 
but uh, I'm getting there. I'm putting my foot one in front of another. Um, and uh, I think, what else? Um, nothing. It's just meet, just meeting more people and creating right. more. I think that's like the the the, the goal for right. me being out here as well. Like because you can meet a lot of talented people and. With nowadays thing, you, you you can collaborate anywhere. It doesn't matter anymore. You're in Atlanta. I'm in LA. Uh, everybody is connected to everyone. Uh, you know, like. But right. uh, coming to LA, I think it helps with the drives. Like, oh, because this is the industry, you get to meet all these people when you go to like the event and stuff. Uh, before the COVID, um, right. <laughs> now people are slowly getting back to it. Mm. Right. Yeah. That's that's good advice. And then. You know, the networking and going out there in L.A., you you know, you never know who you're going to meet and you're right there in the industry, right in the heart of the industry. So, right. Yeah. You, yeah. you just never know. But with the social media stuff, too, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to catch up with my social media, Daryl. Right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you were working on something, you just forgot about like mm -hmm. social media and being in the Internet and you're like in your one box, you know, like yeah, it's working and yeah, or like just meeting people out in here. Mm -hmm. But I think social media is what people um, people remember you still because you engage in the social media because I've got like few gigs from social media and because, you know, like the post and me playing piano or like me teaching or me doing a film scoring and that's how they still remember me or that's how we still be in touch with the friends because in LA2 it's kind of hard uh, to meet people, you know, like their schedule or schedule and right. driving to meet somewhere at a point because LA is so spread out. So um, I think um, social media will people say they're like, um, a lot of bad things about it but it's also a lot of amazing things it depends yeah. on how you want to see it and how you want to use it um yeah so, that makes sense. yeah that's how i still keep in touch with uh, many of people that uh my ex coworker, my 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 friends you know colleagues and up until now we're still connected because of the social media that's right how amazing it is you know like we don't get we don't get this benefit like many years way back i remember when i was like um what is that 12 years old i i had my first nokia phone mm. and before that <laughs> when i was in my fourth grade i uh i know what is called internet uh we we still use a dial speed internet right <laughs> yeah. so um grateful and uh grateful to be living in this era you know like and i believe that the, uh, so many young people out there too the teenager nowadays they know even better <laughs> mm. um all these devices, uh, you know, like the TikTok and whatever, you know. Right, right. They got a lot to choose from now. They have all kinds of different social media platforms they can connect on. Yeah, so the world is. If, yeah, the world is evolving. Uh, if we're not adapting to the the um, the the era, and uh, right. we're just gonna get lost in touch with everything. Right. No, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, lastly, let us know what do you have planned for uh, 2022? What you got coming up? Oh, lots of exciting things. Um, so a funny story, not so funny, but kind of funny because um, I am supposed to release another song, not the Christmas song. Uh, <laughs> September 17, that was the day I supposed to record uh, the music. Mm -hmm. the title the title is my life is fine without you music um it's a, a empowering music for somebody to just be able to walk away if mm -hmm. let's say you don't share the same value anymore um but turn out i 
uh, I broke my rib on that day, on oh. the recording day. Uh, so I couldn't go to record, let alone breathing. It's kind of hard and it's painful and uh, you can't think of anything else. Uh, so, <laughs> so, um, and I wanted to make a music video from, uh, for that song, um, but I didn't end up doing it because, you know, like it's hard for Physically, it's just hard for tracking it or like right. for for doing the music video. Uh, so instead, because of that, I was like, wow, I'm just so grateful with everything that have happened, you know, like throughout the whole year is there's an up and there's an, a down. So in October, I, that's how it inspires me to make a Christmas music. Okay. And the Christmas music titled Happier This Christmas is just basically like, well, yeah, you have like lots of ups and downs. It's just human life, right? Mm -hmm. And then how do you want to end the 2020? It's uh, basically up to how you want to view it, right? Like right. If, you, if you think that, oh, I just broke my rib or whatever, it's uh, the whole year is just like this, or you can turn the story to, Oh, I broke my rib, but you know, I'm still grateful and uh, at least, you know, it's a happier Christmas. I'm excited for this Christmas by the time I'll be healed. And, um, uh, yeah, um, then I, 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 I started to write that song and the rap part comes later and I was like, why don't I just put a rap? Right. Mm -hmm. So because of, uh, that broken rib, this 2020, I was like, okay, I'm just going to postpone the song to 2020 and uh make the best in 2020 mm -hmm. so that's one song i'm gonna release and i'm gonna finish the the whole album of the journey the, okay. the journey instrumental album that i started i will finish the whole album this year hopefully it's getting postponed too i supposed to finish it last year but there are so many things happen right. <laughs> so but it's good because the more you 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 do it later you get more experience on certain things you don't have to finish everything there is no certain deadlines for a lot of things but uh you just do it when the time is right and mm -hmm. and you feel like you want to release it right that's the great things about being an indie artist and uh we have a competition coming up with my sister so we have a piano duo okay. um uh, we got into the semi-finals uh, right now like it's a semi-finals audition mm -hmm. so actually next saturday by the time this is aired probably it's already done <laughs> uh so uh we are excited for that too next okay. week and okay. um let's see i want to write more songs of course like uh this one single that i'm going to release uh hopefully the whole instrumental album to finish uh, the piano competition that's coming out with my sister. I'm going to create more with my sister. So far, that is what is in my belt. Uh, but um, I would like to, of course, write more. I have some ideas in my head that uh, and, and some some sketch of the songs that I need to finish. So we'll probably produce some new songs this year. Okay. Okay. Now you got a lot of your plate, and you know? I'm looking yeah. forward. Yeah. Keep us in the loop. We're looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. And good luck with the competition coming up too. Thank you. Appreciate it, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, everybody, if you haven't checked her out yet, you're going to hear about her in the future. Check out her music. It's uh, just Jessica Yap out of L.A., uh, pianist, music producer, composer, all the above, all the above, oh, triple threat. Goodness. That's right. <laughs> so Jessica, I appreciate you joining us here today. Thank you. Appreciate it.